Good morning, good morning. Awesome. Well, it's good to be back um, preaching with you all. Yeah, I know I always get a nervous wreck, but that's all right. Um, God is with me, right? Awesome. So um, we are going to be in, uh, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So if you have your Bibles, um, you can go ahead and turn there. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now, we're going to have um, this on the screen as well in the NIV version. All right. All right, let's read. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved, if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, Cephas, and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than any of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was in me. Whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you believe. We're going to stop right there. Someone say amen. 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 So um, I know that our pastor, has, Craig, has been already kind of going through uh, 1 Corinthians, um, so thank you for giving most of um, the uh, backdrop and everything uh, with that. Um, but uh, I want to kind of give you all a, a, a story. It's going to be—it's it's more like a, a personal story, my, a part of my testimony, um, where where the gospel mastered me. The gospel mastered my heart. It, it, the gospel uh, took a hold of my heart. And so, uh, because I see here that that Paul is, is reminding them of the gospel that was that they had once received. So let me tell you about the gospel I received. So I, uh, I had a family, my, my parents had 12 kids, all right? And I am one of them. I'm a triplet, all right? I know y'all never, y'all have never seen my two uh, sisters, but I'm a triplet, uh, and we have, this, my mom had 12 kids. Well, growing up, we grew up in Marietta. Anyone, uh, y'all, mo most of y'all probably know of Mari Marietta, but we grew up in Marietta, and, um, and, you know, I grew up hearing the gospel uh, from my father, 
from my sisters, my siblings. Um, I had nine sisters and two brothers, so mostly my sisters I heard the gospel from. Um, but I grew up hearing the gospel, and I'm, I'm, I thank God for that. I thank God that I have people in my life who cared enough for me to, to, to speak the gospel into my life, and I hope you all have that too as well. If not, you're going to hear it today. Um, but so we, we grew up, and they, so they, they shared the gospel with me, and um, I remember a lot of moments like with, with, my, with one of my sisters, um, her name is Lachey, and um, I, just, I just remember her uh, taking so the triplets, she would take us in the room and she, and she would have these Bible studies and stuff we, we, uh, she did with us. And I also remember my father, and I, I grew up with my father, uh, before we went, we went to school, he would, we would open the word and he would be teaching us the, the, uh, the stories all throughout God's word, but really connecting the gospel to us. So at a young age, I was asking a lot of questions and I was, I was like, man, I, I got to the point where like, I, like, I was like, man, I want to, I didn't understand everything. Of course, I was a little kid, but I'm like, I want to place my faith in Jesus, right? I, I, I want to place my faith in Jesus, and I decided to do that. It was about third or fourth, uh, or, uh, uh, sorry, about the fourth or fifth grade, I'm sorry. It was about the fourth or fifth grade when I decided to do that. And um, kind of fast forward a, a, little, a little on, um, up until that point, I, I, was, um, I was still kind of living to myself. I was still, I was still a little... Um, just, uh, just living for uh, a little childish in my faith, you know? But something happened that dramatically that to me, it just shook my world, right? I, for some reason, I thought my family was, was just this perfect big family. We're, we're awesome. We're, this is going to be great. This is going to be awesome. Um, and something happened. Well, we ended up in foster care. So how did this happen? Well, uh, at the time, I didn't know. I was confused. I, I, thought, I thought I just had my family was just awesome. We we were all together. We, we weren't like, um, you know, we weren't separate like I guess we were supposed to be. Um, but at some point, we went to court, and, um, and from, that, from that moment, I, I, after court, I didn't even know what it was, but I knew we were in this room. And after that, I, I never stepped foot in, 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 in my parents' house again. Till this day, I've still, I've still never been there. They completely ripped us apart. So that was a dramatic, that was a, a dramatic uh, change in, in our lives. And, and I was really uh, vulnerable at that moment. I went through a lot of depression. And some of you all may, may understand that. I, I, I got uh, really depressed. I was in a, a foster home. And five of us got taken in, into foster care. It was five of us. And I was depressed. And I didn't understand. I just knew one moment I was with my family. And we even moved to a new house, and it was nice. And uh, we played on the football team. And although our football team did terrible that year, um, I was still happy because I, I was able to play all the sports. You know, I played everything. Um, but right, just, I was with my family. Next moment, I wasn't. Well, just to skip a little bit further on, because I won't share my whole testimony, but I'll give you some pieces of it. Skip further on. Um, something happened while we were still there. And although I was depressed, uh, we went to this camp. This church camp, and at this church camp, I had I had already received the gospel. The, the gospel, the, the gospel had already been a part of my life. But I was going through something at this time, and and um, at this church camp, what was what was being reminded to me was the gospel, right? It was the gospel. I, I was living a life that was that was that was just for me, but what was being reminded to me at that camp was the gospel. And, and that I was a sinner, 
and that I needed God's grace and his love. And, that, and although, I, although I know my mom wasn't there for me, my dad wasn't, wasn't there at the, at just at that moment, God was like saying, Isaiah, no, abide in me, stay with me. I am your father, all right? Lean on me, trust in me. And, and that's, what, that's where I started to, to, to um, just to really continue to depend on the gospel on every day, not just for a moment, not just a past life, but, but God is, is my father. And, and, and he sent his son to die on the cross for my sins, for our sins. And I can have a relationship with him now. And so when I, when I remember, um, when I remember that, that's the, when I remember that's the gospel I stood firm on. All right. It, it wasn't, it wasn't any other gospel, but that one. All right. And so we're going to read here a, a little bit. Um, and kind of go into what Paul is saying here. So um, in verse 1, it says, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. All right? Which you have... Uh, so what is, this, what is this gospel? Well, it is the good news. That's what gospel means, good, the good news. The good news of what? Well, the good news of, of, of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Well, you can even back up further than that. You can talk about God, our creator, who created all things, and he created man in his image, to bear his image, to have a relationship with him. What happened? We sinned. We, fought, we, we fell short of his glory. We, we went our own way. We thought we, could, we knew better, right? We went our own way. And what happened as a result of that? Death. Death came into this world. Separation from God, confusion and chaos. Things are not as they ought to be. This is not how God intended his world, world to, 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 to act. God's righteous ver verdict of sin is death and judgment. The wages of sin is death. What comes after, as a result of sin, death does. Separation from God. The God who created us, the God who loves us, the God who, want, who wants us to be with him, for him to be our God and for us to be his people. But what did Jesus, Jesus had a plan, what did, what did God, God had a plan, and it was through Jesus Christ. God sent his son into the world to save us. Jesus came, fully man, fully God, came, he lived a, sin, a sinless life, died on the cross in our place, in front, and he rose from the grave three, three days later. This is the gospel of Christ. And some of you may say, man, I've heard that gospel already. That's yesterday's news. But I want to ask you something. Is it really? Is it really? Is, is the gospel something that we, just, that we just live on for yesterday or something that we hung our hat in then or we believe then and now we've graduated from? Or is the gospel something that has to impact us every single day that we live. We have to lean on the gospel, on the death, I mean, on, on the life, the death, and the resurrection of Christ. Does the gospel have any meaning in our everyday life? Or is it something we just kind of lay to the side? And so, um, so Paul, Paul is speaking to, uh, I'm sorry, Paul is, Paul is speaking here in, in in uh, verse 2, we'll move on. It says, by this gospel, you are saved. And then, um, sorry. By this gospel, you are saved. 
And so I want to emphasize this. By this gospel, and sometimes, sometimes we want to go to another gospel. Sometimes we want to tweak the gospel as if it wasn't good enough, as, it, as, it, as if God's, the gospel didn't stand good enough alone. So we try to make the gospel a little pretty, right? We, we, try, to, we try to put something else on the gospel. And what are some ways that the, the culture sometimes can do this? Well, we, we've heard of something called the prosperity gospel. That's not the gospel at all. Is it? No, it's absolutely not. That's not the gospel. And sometimes we, in, in, in this instance, we have a gospel that, that somehow takes the resurrection out, which is the basis of our faith. It, 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 it is the foundation of the, of the gospel, the, the, this resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you'll see later on what Paul says, if there's no resurrection, all these other stuff, like, then our faith is useless. And what we, pre we preach in vain, we, what, all that we do is in vain. We're the most to be pitied. And you will see that, what, that Paul says that later on. And this is not a gospel that we just, you know, we just make up. This isn't a gospel that, that just, oh, we're just going to make up this gospel. Oh, this is a gospel without pains or a, a gospel without suffering or, or a gospel without trials or a gospel without temptation. Sometimes we, we think our Christian life is a life that is just void of all those things. We have no sufferings, and, and, and it's now that we're a believer, there's no sufferings that come along with that. We, you know, we're gonna try to, we're gonna, we're gonna try to um, just to dismiss that there's not gonna be any sufferings, so there's, there's no reason for sufferings. But suffering, sufferings can, can, can produce a lot of good things within us, and God can use sufferings um, in our lives for, 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 he works it out for good. And so uh, we, don't want to hold on to any other gospel than the gospel we received, than the gospel that was preached to us. And that was, that, uh, that's what Paul is saying to the Corinthians here. All right? Don't go, go, don't go talking about there's no resurrection of the, of, of the dead. Um, there's no resurrection. If there's no resurrection, you're still in your sins. If there's no resurrection, then, then where's the power to, to raise you from the dead, to, to, to make you alive in Christ? Well, there was, a, there was a restoration. Just like there was Christ was crucified, we preached Christ crucified, Christ was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again. And so in Christ, we also live a life of death in a way. We live a life of death, of crucified with Christ, right? Dead to sin and, alive, and made alive with Christ. We can die to our old self, die to, to, that, to, to, the, to, to that, our old self. And be, and be made new, all right? We can. All right, so let's go on. By this gospel, no other gospel are you saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. Again, there is a big if, another big if. If what? If you, if what? If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. So by this gospel, you are being saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in, uh, in vain. So again, we cannot stand on any other, any other gospel, um, in, on any other, in nothing else but this gospel, Jesus, Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. It's not yesterday's faith. It's a faith that we um, that we have each and every day. We live on this. We, 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 we breathe this in. We breathe it out. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so now what? Now what? What is Paul saying? 
Well, Paul goes on. Um, Paul goes on. You'll see. Let me go back to the end of this. Paul goes on. I'm going to put it in the NIV version. He says in verse uh, 58, he says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. All right? And that's verse 58. I know it's not up there right now, but um, that's verse 58. Stand firm. So this gospel that we received, now we actually get to live this life standing firm in it, um, not, not, not letting anything move us. And, and honestly, we know that, that this world throws a lot of things at us, doesn't it? This world throws a lot of, a lot of other gospels, a lot of counterfeit gospels um, at us. But it is, it is up to us. It, it is, it is we, like, like Paul is saying, we must stand firm in it. We can't, we can't, we can't move with, with the rest of the culture. And honestly, I, I was, um, I was doing some, some reading and, um, I was just, I was looking at some of the, some of the popular preaching out there. And a lot of times you can see in a lot of the pop, popular preaching, um, you will see that there are a lot of people just kind of moving away from some of those things we're talking about. Like you won't hear, you won't hear a lot about suffering. You know, you won't hear about a lot about those things or, um, that, that may be in, uh, within our faith. You won't hear a lot about suffering, um, and you won't hear a lot about, a lot about pains and, and trials, all right? Uh, a lot of times is, a lot of times, what I see being spoken to, to us is, uh, even our, our kids, uh, a lot of our students is, you know, there's a lot of things in the culture that's saying, you are good enough. And, and that's not the gospel at all. They're saying, you, you are good. And the gospel doesn't say that we're good. We're opposite of that. That's why we need Jesus. And then saying that you are perfect just the way you are. Well, that's not the gospel at all. Look, at, look in the word. The, the word does not say you are perfect. You are perfect the way you are. Otherwise, uh, then what is sin? Explain that. Explain our need for Jesus Christ in our lives. And that's not the gospel. And I know that's not something we all want to, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear the truth, the reality that, hey, you're not perfect the way you are. And hey, you, you aren't, we aren't worthy. We don't want to hear that. But that is the truth. And if we don't, we don't come to that, then how can there be any true uh, repentance in our lives? How can we really, how can we, how can we really be saved if, if we don't hold firm to, 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 to the truth of the gospel? that we are in our sins and we do need to be saved. And for these uh, Corinthians, and for these Corinthians, um, living, life, living this lifestyle style of sin, this isn't a life, this, this, is, this isn't a life that we, um, the Christianity isn't a life, again, where we just put, where we just put our, um, put our faith on, on, just like, oh yeah, God saved me. And now I'm just going to do whatever I want. Now I'm just going to kind of live however I want and make everything else up, up as, as I want, just, just what tickles my ear. But no, God saved me, not just then, but, and like, but, he is, but we are being saved. And, and when, you, when you look at, um, by this gospel, you are saved. One of the, one of the um, 
the ESV version talks, it says, by this gospel you are being saved. So it's not something that just, it's just one, just, just one, um, just one event and then for the rest of your life we're not, we're not continuing being saved and there's no process of sanctification. No, we are being saved um, each and every day. We are being saved. Um, God's grace is sufficient for us. God's grace. Again, so, so again, what is Paul trying to say? What now? Well, he's saying stand firm on this gospel. Stand firm on it. Let nothing move you. Give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor is not in vain. Go back to the, go back to the calling that, that was given to us to bear the image, uh, to, to bear God's image in this world, to abide in Christ, to walk each step with, with the Spirit. And I, I know sometimes in our lives we can just kind of live a life that is kind of in vain. Um, because although we may say we believe in the resurrection uh, of, of the dead, or we may say we believe these things, where is the evidence that we believe that it has power in our lives? Um, where, where is the evidence that we believe? Um, where is the evidence that, that, that this resurrection power, that we know this resurrection power, and that it is impacting our life each and every day? Where, where's the evidence of that? Um, where is that? And so today, honestly, I, today I just, I'm just at a point where, I mean, I, I, I looked at this where I said, you know, I said, God, I'm, this, is the, this is the gospel that, that, that a lot of us have heard over and over and over and over and over again. But if it is, if, if it is true and it's that powerful, I don't, I don't, I don't need to have this eloquence, eloquence of speech that, that, that the, the gospel stands good enough on itself. And if, and if, and if there are some of us in here who, who, don't, um, who don't still hold on to the, the gospel, the, the simple message here is, is today is hold on to that gospel. If some of us in here today have said, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Some of the, some of the things that um, are, the world have been saying, I've kind of tagged along with that and I've kind of let that be, um, be what I've, you know, where I've been going, is what I'm, what I'm, the message today is very simple. It's go back to the word of God. Go back to the truth of the gospel. Don't, don't, don't hold, hang your hand on. Don't, don't, um, don't follow the, the, other, the other kind of gospels in this world. But go back, hold, hold firm to that gospel, to the, God, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, and repent and believe and be saved in the name of Jesus. And that's, that's the truth. That's the, that's, really, that's the message today. Nothing pretty. Nothing pretty. But something that can change your lives, our lives. Not just for those who are unbelievers. And that's, that, that, that is what I'm trying to say. It's not for just those who are unbelievers, but those who are still believers. We need the gospel each and every single day to transform our lives, to transform uh, our actions, to transform all that we do. To transform our purpose, to transform our direction, we need the gospel. And so today, what will we? What will you stand firm in? A counterfeit gospel, or 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 the truth of the gospel, the true gospel that we see here in this word that 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 Paul is 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 reminding the uh, uh, Corinthians to stand firm on. What will we decide to stand firm on? All right. And let's, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word.
Father, your gospel is, is good enough on its own. Uh, the truth of your, your gospel is good enough on, on, its, on its own, Father. And Father, um, I just pray that your spirit, Father, would just be working in us right now, uh, all those in, in, in the congregation and even in my own heart, Father, to receive this gospel. And not just to receive it today and, and forget about it tomorrow, but to receive it today and tomorrow and in the next day and to, and, to, and to be saved by it each and every day, to depend on your gospel, to depend on, on all that you have done for us, and then to go out and to share your gospel with the whole world. We don't have to be pretty with it, Father, but your spirit is with us, and as long as your spirit is working, lives will be changed. It is not us, but it's your spirit that works, Father. And I pray that our lives will be changed and the lives that we share your gospel to would be changed. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you all.